0: Thank you for joining me. So are the Trump haters Nazis? Look, uh, not in the formal sense. They're not members of the Nazi party. And no, they're not that extreme generally, for certain, certainly not, and I'm not suggesting that. Um, nor am I suggesting that they're not well-meaning. Um, I would preface my comment by just briefly talking about President Trump's recent extraordinary trip to Europe where he accomplished a great deal uh, in terms of positioning the United States in a in a place that is, favors American sovereignty, American national interests, American culture, where he criticized aspects of European culture that he viewed as under siege, where he uh, supported European nationhood in the in the um, aspect of uh, supporting Britain's uh, exit from the European Union, which he said is an enemy of the United States. Now, that's a controversial thing to say, but but he points to um, their assault on basic European borders and customs um, and and culture um, and makes a case for that, which I think is uh, a legitimate case to make, even if it's a uh, may not be exactly true, but the the most controversial part of the trip was obviously his his meeting with uh, Vladimir Putin in Helsinki, where he erroneously said or seemed to say that the that the Russians had not tampered in American elections. Of course they have. Um, they've tampered. I mean, Obama set up an investigation of Russian tampering and hacking into our computer systems going back to 2008. So. You know, I, I think that they have um, maybe President Trump in that way was acting in a way that's typical of most American leaders going way back and probably most world leaders when they're visiting a foreign head of state in that they don't want to bring up all of the unpleasant uh, aspects of the relationship. They're trying to move things along and improve the relationship. For example, I don't think that Franklin Roosevelt brought up to Stalin the fact that um, the Soviet Union had not only murdered upwards of 20 million people, 6 million even before Hitler was getting started, but that they were tampering into American politics in a very serious way, as the American Communist Party was basically an arm, wholly owned subsidiary of the Soviets, and that Roosevelt knew that. Roosevelt had been put on notice about Alger Hiss and other members of his own administration, very close to him, who were collaborating, shall we say, colluding with the Russians at the time. But he didn't bring that up to Stalin. Was I think in the case of Roosevelt, he was duped by Stalin. Uh, maybe Trump's been duped by Putin. I don't know. I don't think so. But the hysterical response would have been there no matter what Trump did. Trump could have kicked Putin in the shins, and he would have been accused of trying to create a nuclear war he could have come up with a formula with Putin to end, end all nuclear arms or, or end the nuclear arms race, and, and he would have been criticized. Uh, because the hate, the Trump haters, and again, I'm sorry to be getting a little bit collective here because I, I, I'm actually accusing them of that, and I understand that there are very many nuances here and that there are people who are not really signed on to this this hatred, I'm not talking about people who don't like Trump for for legitimate reasons. I mean, there's most people who don't like Trump, I think, are in that category. I'm talking about really a hardcore, excuse me, group of haters who are people at the top levels, um, who are people that President Trump accurately points to as being in the deep state. They're people in the FBI. In the uh, State Department, not the State Department as much as, as the Department of Justice, probably the State Department, too. And, and in the intelligence community, people like Peter Strzok, the FBI agent who uh, proudly uh, supported his the, the discovery that he was sending out these absolutely hateful emails with his girlfriend and his mistress, who also is an FBI employee or an FBI uh, subsidiary employee, Um at a time when he was investigating Trump. I mean, I don't want to go into the whole issue with that, but suffice it to say that these are the hardcore, conscious, winning Trump haters. Um, And also them in collusion with, if I may, um, the average Trump haters, the extreme average Trump haters, the people that I come into contact with every day, people in my community here in Boston, people who are even members of my own family, people who are... I'm exposed to in various personal ways who have this irrational and really over the top demented hatred for Trump. And it's much worse than the hatred that I also saw for George Bush in the final years of his administration. I'm old enough to remember the hatred for Reagan. This is much more, it's much worse. It's like a cult like thing. I mean, they become physically sick at the mere mention of Trump's name. They are, their entire worldview is, seems to be rotating around this hatred of Trump. I mean, I even will give a quick example here, a very good friend of mine who's one of these Trump haters. Um, I mentioned in passing the fact that there's been this new study which seems to link eating bacon with mental illness. And um, she said, well, what, what was the first thing that came to my mind about that? And my response was that it kind of seems to show wisdom about the kosher lifestyle, which w- by which we don't eat bacon. I mean, I am I tend to be kosher, I mean, in general. And her response was, no, no, no. This was proof that the red states were all the people who eat bacon, the predominant numbers. Uh, it explains why they're, they're mentally ill, because they voted for Trump. Now, by red states, she's talking about the states that elected Trump. Um, did she have any proof that they eat more bacon in um, in these states than they do in New York or California? No, um, but she's assuming that. But the, I only bring it up because it's it, it's a symptom of what I'm talking about here. Everything seems to evolve around this hatred for Trump, and it's this groupthink that's supported by an establishment. That's what Nazism was all about. You were permitted to have irrational hatred and to blame some group. In the case of the Nazis, it was obviously the Jews On others, but the Jews primarily. And your, your focus of your rage and anger, even in a personal sense, at this one group was fully supported by an establishment that, that fanned these flames and that embraced these very same ideas, or at least was willing to use these ideas for their own political purposes. And that's the phenomena of Nazism. I would also point out that the philosophy of Nazism, which is socialism, which is leftism in every sense, is usually the general political views of those who are involved in this cult. They believe in the nanny state. You can't get a bigger nanny state than Nazi Germany. You know, they controlled health care. They controlled welfare. They controlled education. They controlled the media. You know, they controlled all of the means by which uh, people functioned. They wanted to control, they had a utopian orientation in that they wanted to control all aspects of the lives of their citizens to move their country and to move their world into this new synthesis, this world order. And um, I would suggest that the people who are almost in a cult-like way hating Trump are very much a part of that. So in the very broad and I want to be careful here but in the most, in the broad philosophical philosophical sense they they have embraced national socialism it doesn't look like nazism with with armbands and goose stepping and zig heil but philosophically it is very very similar and it's potentially as lethal um my my simple hope is that um you know, those people are not going to be reached. They have to be contained to use the words of George Keenan when he wrote about the containment of the Soviet union. But I would hope that the rest of us average people who may not agree with Trump. And I certainly don't on many issues, but who have a normal dislike of Trump might take a look at, you know, the haters of Trump and wonder why. Um, I'm not going to go into it in this short program today, but I would suggest that the intense hatred is driven at a high level, and I'm not talking about these average cult-like haters. I'm talking about people in the know, people who are witting, the Alger Hisses, if you will. They hate Trump because they see Trump for what he is, which is a revolutionary figure who is threatening to dismantle a hundred years of socialism in this country, the uh, what 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 Steve Bannon accurately called the administrative state, who is asserting things that seem normal to the rest of us, but yet things that they despise, and that is putting America first, just like you'd want to put any sovereign nation would put themselves first. These are radical ideas, and um you know, if you think that Trump was, I mean, you should see, I mean, the left, their heads are blown off with these claims that that he, this is like Kristallnacht. And, um, you know, I mean, I even heard um, Tom, Tom Hartman today make reference to Kristallnacht and, and Pearl Harbor because he didn't agree with Putin about the uh, election rigging. That means he's criticizing his government. And yet you had Obama at the same time Speaking in South Africa, where he's criticizing American capitalism. So I would prefer having Trump make some missteps with regards to Putin and not calling him out for the election rigging to his face, which he should have done for sure, to a former president who, as president, has gone around the world trashing American way of life, our American system, our American culture. And that I would suggest has been the case with every president going all the way back to Kennedy and with the possible exception, or with the real exception, of Ronald Reagan. Um, And that's why Trump is hated by this establishment. For the rest of us, we should wake up. We should learn the importance and the value of what Trump is all about. He is a revolutionary figure that we need to vocally support, not that we agree with everything he does because that's not who we are. That's what the left is ever hear the left criticize Obama? I mean, talk about cults. Talk about demagogues. Um, but we ought to wake up and appreciate the value of his this revolution and what he's doing at great personal sacrifice. Anyway, thanks for watching, everyone. And uh, by the way, my books are available, not to get in a little plug here, at Amazon.com. I've written over 15 books, all nonfiction. You're welcome to check them out. Thanks a lot.